What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Of course, first episode ever, and I had to fuck it up and start with what's up, guys. And I had a bit planned to start the episode, and I just completely forgot about it and went in on what's up, guys. Probably the most cliche podcast intro ever. And I could go back and restart, but screw it. We're in this and we're doing it. I mean, how many podcasts do you think first episode started with, you know, we could just we could just restart that? I mean, I bet I bet every podcast started like that. But not here. Here at the Line on Main Podcast, we're keeping the cringe. This episode's gonna be cringy as fuck. So strap yourselves in. <laughs> uh, but for real though, episode one. Line on Main podcast. Uh, it's finally here. I'm finally doing it. Trying something new. If you're listening to this, sincerely thank you. If you have any uh, any critiques, any criticisms, please let me know. Or just anything to say in general. What you think. Just let me know. So that way I can make this podcast as enjoyable as possible. Because I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm sitting here, I have the auto-recording software in front of me, and I'm looking at all these buttons and shit, and I'm like, well, I don't understand any of this. I just know the red dot means record, and the white square means stop. That's all I know. All this editing software, I don't I don't know how to use this stuff. I mean, maybe I should uh, look it up. And learn how to use this stuff. So when you give me critiques, I actually know how to fix it. Because now that I'm thinking about it, if you give me critiques, if I don't know how to do any of this stuff, I'm just going to be like, that's great. I don't know how to fix it, though. <laughs> but I, I'm, I will look it up. I will learn how to fix it. Because I want, I want this to sound good. I want this to be good. You know? Uh, and the last thing I want to do is listen to a shitty podcast. So why would I make a shitty podcast? I mean, it's probably going to be shitty anyways. First episode. I know nothing. So, yeah. I, I'm just... Hopefully this makes it into a... Hopefully this makes... What am I even saying? Hopefully I can make this a weekly show. If it's good enough. If it's shit, I'll, I'll just leave it at the one episode. And I'll just be like, hey... That was a that was a good experiment, but we'll just pretend that that just never happened. <laughs> but hopefully it's good. I want this to be good. Because um, I'm trying something new, and I want to see where this takes me. I want to see the future of this. Because, I mean, I've always thought about doing a podcast, and I just never started one. I take that back. I tried one time. I was with a few of my buddies, and we're like, hey, let's start a podcast. So we recorded... A little 30 minute segment and uh, we never posted it though which thinking about it I'm so glad we never posted it because it was really cringe I mean I listen back to it sometimes and I'm just like why did we why did we make this this sounds so bad I mean I thought it was cool and fun in the moment when we were recording the show, I was like, yeah, dude, this shit's going to slap. But then now listening back, I was like, that was not good at all. I mean, just listening to the audio quality, there was there's so many, so much background noise. It was just so annoying. I, I couldn't even get through the first five minutes of listening to that podcast. And I was because I was just like, this is this is 
I can't I can't listen to this. So I'm I'm just I'm glad that we didn't post it because that was just really bad. Hopefully, my buddy who has the recording doesn't take this as a I'm gonna post it now, because that would really suck. Uh, so we'll we'll just move on from that. But yeah, as for doing a podcast, I guess professionally, though this is not professional at all. Uh, but I mean, it, it's more professional than the first time I tried doing a podcast. So first time doing this, I have no idea what I'm doing and I want it to be good. So hopefully it could be good. Hopefully you enjoy it. And hopefully with all this, I become more comfortable recording this because doing a podcast by yourself is one of the most awkward things. I don't know how people do it. It's probably just from years doing it, I guess. But right now, this is so weird. Because essentially all this is, is me in a room with a microphone talking to myself. And that's just so weird. I mean, no wonder most podcasts are two or more people. Because it's so much easier to do a podcast, have a conversation... When you're talking to some other person. I mean that should go without saying. But I mean it is. I mean thinking about doing a podcast. Sounds super easy. You're just like hey. I just have to talk into a mic for an hour. And record it. Then post it. But I definitely underestimated. A podcast. Because. I mean I'm not going to lie. I already tried recording this podcast before. And I. I. I restarted, even though I said I wasn't going to restart for this time. I did restart one time. And it was just because I was listening to it and I was overthinking everything. I was like, yo, my voice sounds so weird. This sounds so shitty. It's so boring. Like, who wants to listen to this? So I deleted it and now I'm doing this version. Hopefully it's better. I don't know. But I'm just going to roll with it. Whatever this is, I'm going to try to make this sound as good as possible in post-editing. And then I'm just going to post it. Because I just, want to, I just want to get feedback. I want to see where everyone is at with this podcast. Because if people don't like it, and they're just like, you should just stop, <laughs> then I'm not going to do another podcast. But I mean, if people come back and they're like, hey, it was kind of good, but here are some things that... I think would make it better. I'll be like, hey, I'll try that out for the next episode. Because, I mean, that's all that's all I want to hear. I just want to hear how to make this better. If you think it sucks, keep that to yourself. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. But yeah, I, I'm thinking about, at some point, inviting people on to this. You know, have some guests on the show. Just to, I don't know, spice things up. As of right now, I want to invite people on, have some different type of conversations, and just uh, see where what happens with that. Because, like I said, doing this right now by myself is just really awkward. I mean, like, because when you run out of things to say, there's just silence. And you're just like, what, what the fuck do I say now? 
I say what I have been saying? Do I just keep regurgitating the same thing over and over again? <laughs> I mean, kind of like what you would do on a research paper for school. Just say the same sentence over and over and over again. Just reword it differently. I mean, no one wants to listen to that. So, I mean, like right there, right there. Just complete silence. I ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> So having another person would just like be able to to fill that space, you know, or maybe hopefully with time, this would be much easier to uh, weed out the quiet spots, you know, just be able to just talk because right now talking to myself is not a normal thing. Obviously, people don't normally talk to themselves. So doing this is just foreign. And it's weird, you know, but doing a podcast with another person where on the surface it could be better because it's easier to record a podcast that way because you have another person to talk to. The only problem with doing a podcast with another person is like what happens when that person wants to leave or something, you know, or they want to take the podcast in a different direction from you. I mean, that could possibly end your podcast or split your podcast. And if you split your podcast, you could potentially be splitting your audience as well. I mean, I mean just look at um, Caller Daddy over at uh, Barstool Sports. I mean, they just broke up recently. The two girls who were the hosts of that podcast, they signed a deal with Barstool Sports. One girl wanted more money. And so she decided to leave. And the other girl was like, yo, I'm chill with our deal with Barstool. So she stayed. So now Caller Daddy is just that one girl on Barstool Sports. And the other girl went off and now she's doing her own thing. And now they got all this beef going on where the girl who left is like, oh, the girl on Caller Daddy is like a shitty person or something weird like that. I don't know. I kind of stopped following the story at a certain point because I was just like, yeah, now this is just getting into personal beef. I didn't really listen to Call Her Daddy in the first place. But the the story was interesting for the short time that it was around. But that just sucks. When doing a podcast with your friend or something like that. And the one friend just wants to go off and do their own thing. And now they're beefing. Damn. I think Joe Rogan pretty much has the best formula of how to do podcasts. And I'm sure other people are doing similar structures. But his podcast is him. You know? He doesn't do it with another person. He has himself. The only difference is he doesn't have the awkwardness of talking to himself because he invites guests onto the show all the time. So he always has someone to talk to. I don't listen to Joe Rogan that much anyways, either. Which, now that I think about it, I don't really listen to podcasts at all. I mean, I do once in a blue moon. But on a normal basis, I don't really listen to podcasts. So, I'm now I'm kind of confused on why, why I'm doing a podcast. If I don't listen to podcasts, why would I think other people would listen to mine? I take that back. I do listen to one podcast sometimes. Uh, the TMG podcast. That's pretty good. Uh, but other than that, I don't, I don't really listen to podcasts. I, I'm just like, I'm a music person. I just listen to music all the time. Or I watch videos or something. Something I do want to get into, though, is uh, gaming. 
because I don't game a whole lot, but I want to get into gaming. Because there's so many good games that are out that I'm just kind of like, hey, I, I kind of want to play that. I want to see what that's like. But I haven't gotten into that. So that's something that I want to do. I have all these ideas and plans of things I want to try out, and I just haven't gotten around to them yet. Podcast is obviously the the first step of the new things I want to try. And like I said, hopefully this goes well. Hopefully this could be a weekly show, invite some guests, be like Joe Rogan. The only thing that I need if to be like Joe Rogan is I need a Jamie. Someone who could just look up whatever I need just like instantly. You know? <laughs> I mean, because all the... Jamie is on the Joe Rogan podcast is a glorified Google search bar or like a glorified Siri or something like that. Cause all that guy does is just sit there and wait for Joe Rogan to be like, Hey, can you, uh, can you look that up for me? Whatever this crazy shit is. Can you look this up for me? And I'm, I mean, I know that there's probably more to his job than just that. I'm not trying to belittle his job to just being like a yes man or whatever. I'm just saying that as it pertains to the content of the show, I mean, it's not like Joe Rogan is having a conversation with Jamie. I mean, Jamie's just there to look up the stuff that Joe needs to be looked up. And like, and you know, he's, he's a pro at searching stuff on Google. Like he knows the correct buzzwords to put into the search bar to get Google to pull up exactly what he's looking for. It could be like the most obscure shit you could think of. And like, he'll find it for you. Within like 30 seconds. Like Joe Rogan could have. I don't know like Alex Jones on the show. With all the crazy shit that he says. And then Alex Jones could say something like. You know cat farts are turning mice gay. Or something like that. And Joe's like hey Jamie can you uh, can you look that up for me. And you're sitting there listening. And you're like that, that. He's not going to find anything. Though. What the fuck is that. Then Jamie 30 seconds later is like boom. Here it is. There's like an article from Sun Times. From back in 2007. All right, about how the, like the exact signs of how cats fart turns mice gay, and you're like, how the hell did you find that? You know, I search on Google like is Africa a continent, and uh, nothing comes up. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? You know, <laughs> I'm I'm putting in legit direct questions, and Google doesn't pull up the answer I need, and then like this guy could just look up something that you would never even think would come up on Google, and boom, he's got it. So that's what I need. I need a Jamie to come on here and search up everything I need. Which, speaking of Joe Rogan, have, have any of you guys seen his new studio? I mean, like I said, I don't know when he came in, when he moved to Texas. Because, like I said, I don't listen to his podcasts. But I just saw recently his new studio, and, I'm, and it looked like a bomb shelter. Like it was glowing red. It was all round and stuff, and I'm like, what are you doing recording a podcast in a bomb shelter in Texas? Which, now that I'm saying it, probably having a bomb shelter in Texas would be good right about now. Because <laughs> usually bomb shelters have their own power generators. So he's probably just straight chilling there in Texas in his bomb shelter. Or straight warming, I should say. <laughs> that was a dumb joke. But yeah, 
I just I'm I'm not a fan of his new studio. It just it looks so weird. Now I wouldn't think that that would change the content of a show, but after I saw it, for some reason on um, I was looking through Twitter and I saw this article where it's like, is Joe Rogan's new studio gonna be the end of his podcast? And I'm like, why the hell would his studio be the end of his podcast just because people don't want to look at it? I mean, podcast is is mainly audio anyways. At least that's what's intended to be. So you don't even have to watch it. Just listen to it. I don't understand what the studio has to do with the quality of his show. I mean, you can not be a fan of the studio. But if you still want to listen, just listen. <laughs> yeah, he's in Texas. And I just, I gotta say, what's going down in Texas right now is crazy. I don't know if it's just me, but for some reason... I like to think that Texas has the same climate as Florida, you know? It's just really hot. I think of Texas, I think of the desert. And so to think that it's snowing in Texas and there's below freezing temperatures is just so bizarre to me. Because I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Snowing in the hot-ass desert? Like, what? (laughs) Though I know I'm probably wrong. Probably Texas is in some different climate zone and it always gets snow but I don't always pay attention to the weather going down in Texas because I'm in Florida you know so I'm gonna worry about the weather in Florida but yeah it's it's crazy a lot of people don't have power over there and the 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 worst thing is I I mean I think this story is funny as fuck but Ted Cruz left Texas to go to Cancun for vacation though quotation marks vacations but you all know that he only went to Cancun because it was warm (laughs) he's like yo fuck the cold man I'm going where it's warm just flies to Cancun but the best part is is that I mean did he expect not to get caught or did he just expect everyone to just be chill and okay with the fact that he's dipping out of Texas and going to Cancun in the middle of this crisis you know, and, you know, there's probably people who are like, oh, well, you know, he's a senator, so he doesn't actually run the state. That's the governor's job. But, I mean, he's in leadership. He's a leader of the state. He should be there doing what he can. Because, I mean, you can't tell me that during this crisis, he has nothing to do. Just because he's not governor, he has nothing to do. There's no way. You can't tell me that. Because, I mean, even he said... When he was when he decided to come back to Texas, he's like, my plan was to take my work with me and be in constant contact and do everything I, that I need to do in order to make sure that this crisis is resolved. So obviously, he has work to do because he was going to do it in Cancun. So, I mean, he had work to do in a crisis and he left. You know, and the funniest part is, is that he just... He threw his daughter right under the bus. When they found out that he left for Cancun and all the backlash came out, he's like, well, hey, it was my daughter who wanted to go to Cancun. That wasn't me. I was just, hey, I was just trying to be a good dad, okay? She wanted to go to Cancun, and I was like, hey, let's go to Cancun. I just want to be a good dad. And it's like, dude, no. don't Fuck off, man. You wanted to go to Cancun. Don't throw your daughter under the bus. Are you serious? Dude, when I read that, I was howling, man. Like, that was so fucking funny. And his whole response where he's like, man, when I sat down on that plane 
I was like, this is a mistake. I shouldn't be doing this. There's a crisis going on. And it's like, dude, if you found that out right when you sat down, you could have gotten off the plane. I mean, it's not like there's a rule where the flight attendant is like, yo, once you put your ass in that seat, you can't leave until we land where we're going. Like, <laughs> you still have time to get off the plane before it takes off. Like, you can leave until the door shuts. Once the door shuts, then, hey, you have to stay. But, I mean, the door shuts way after you sit down. Unless you're the last person on the flight. Which, being a politician with the money he has, there's no way he was the last person on the flight. He was guaranteed the first person on the flight. First class, baby. That's what he got. Using all that money he's got. Like, hey, I'm, I'm flying in first class. So... First class, first one on the plane, you had time to get off the plane. If you had any thought where you're like, this is a mistake, you could have gotten off. But the point is, is like, that's all bullshit. Okay, he didn't actually think that. He was just saying that because he had to give a politician answer. You know, because if social media didn't exist, if no one found out that he went to Cancun until like, I don't know, days after he came back from Cancun or something like that, guaranteed he would still be there. He would have been there the whole time he planned on being there, period. The only reason why he's coming up with this bullshit where he's like, oh, you know, I, I knew it was a mistake once I sat down and, you know, my daughter, she wanted to go on vacation. I was like, I don't really, you know, that, that was all because people find out. All that That's the whole reason. And I don't even know how he figured he wasn't going to get caught. I mean, one of the photos I saw of him, he's in the airport, not even disguising as someone else. He, like, you can look at him and you're like, that is Ted Cruz. And he's got this big ass news camera right in his face recording him as he's walking through the airport. And I'm like, you didn't think walking through that airport and seeing that big camera in your face that no one was going to find out that you left for Cancun? Not to mention all the other people who have smartphones with cameras, social media. You can't tell what? <laughs> I mean, this is oh my gosh, man. Dude, like you should be smart enough to realize that during a crisis, if I leave, people are going to find out immediately, I'm going to get backlash. You should be smart enough to realize that. So, I mean, the, the whole thing is just so fucking funny, dude. The whole thing. But anyways, he came back because he's like, oh, I, I felt I felt horrible about leaving. I had to come back. I was like, this ain't right. I knew it was a mistake. So he came back and now he's doing whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's doing something, hopefully, trying to get the power back on. Because, I mean, I've I've been seeing pictures of what Texas looks like during this winter storm. And it's insane. Like, I saw this photo of, like, freaking 20 icicles on a ceiling fan inside the house. And I'm like, that can happen? Icicles can form on your ceiling fan? Like, I don't, that is, that was insane. I don't know why, but that was just the craziest thing I ever seen. I was like, that's, that's crazy. Outside, I could understand. But inside the freaking house, dude? But yeah, hopefully people get their power back on over there because, I mean, I've never been without power in freezing cold, but I mean, here in Florida, we get hurricanes. One time a hurricane came in, 
and took out the power in my house for like five days. And it was like 80, 90 degree weather for those five days. And it was hot as fuck. Like I, I went to Universal one of the days because they had power. I went there just to be able to go onto rides or stores because it had air conditioning. Because it was hot as fuck. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And I don't like the cold. So having to live through that, I could not imagine. I could not imagine. And they don't even have a universal to go to that has heaters. <laughs> but, I mean, definitely I, I feel bad for them. I, I hope they get power back. Because I mean, it's just, it's horrible. I hate the cold. So I know it must be brutal. But if you want any more information on it, you can literally just look it up if you want. Um, I just saw on Twitter recently that uh, apparently researchers have just cloned a black-footed ferret or something like that, which apparently was a species of ferret which was either extinct or close to extinction or something like that. Uh, but they cloned one. Uh, it, it was, I guess it was just born, I guess is the proper way to say it. I don't, I don't know exactly how they made this clone, but it was a living, breathing clone of a black-footed ferret, which sounds cool on the surface, but I'm, I'm always kind of like weary of all this cloning shit because I mean, there's people who, there was like this one story with this lady like cloned her dog or something like that. Like her dog died and then she decided to clone it and I don't know, that's just kind of weird to me, you know, because it's like you, you you had your dog, he had his life or her life, whatever it was, it, the dog had its life and then, you know, it died and that should be the end of it, you know, not to be blunt about it, I, I, I figure most people feel the same way, I, I mean, it's always sad when your pet dies, obviously, but I wouldn't want to clone my pet. Because also at the same time, even though it's a clone, it's it's not really going to act exactly like your previous dog. I mean, I guess essentially it, it would be kind of like its own dog, but just with a similar or the same personality. But, you know, all the memories are going to be different because this is a whole new dog. You know, but, I mean, all that aside, the thing that kind of wearies me is... Uh, you know, when they start getting into the whole, well, I mean, we were able to clone these animals that were close to extinction. What if we took some DNA from animals that were actually extinct and cloned them? You know, like dinosaurs and shit. Then you got Jurassic Park on your hands. And like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like that there's a, there's some movies that are out that kind of tell you that ain't a very good idea. I mean, even the movie... Jurassic World where they actually made a park that was actually working. Even that went to shit. You know? Dinosaurs still got out and killed people and ate people. So like th that's one of the things I'm worried about when it comes to the whole cloning thing is when they start cloning stuff I that I think you shouldn't be cloning. <laughs> you know? Because what if they clone like a saber-toothed tiger or something like that? Like <laughs> that shit's gonna kill me man. I don't, I don't want that. I mean, as cool as that would be, I don't want to die. Yeah, but, it, I mean, if, if they ever made a real Jurassic Park, I honestly don't even know if I would actually go. Because on one hand, it's cool, but also, with my luck, that would be the day that 
all hell breaks loose. You know, like a freaking T-Rex breaks out and starts munching on people. And I'm just like, well, shit. <laughs> of course, the day I go to Jurassic Park, T-Rex gets out. And then, you know, I mean, watching the movies it doesn't look like that the people have the tools necessary to um, restrain a T-Rex. I could be wrong. But the movies just show that they don't have the technology. So, like, that's another thing. It's like, well, I mean, us humans can't do anything about that. T-Rex is out. The guess is going to stay out. And it also, I mean, I know this is getting too much in the movie and this this is not going to happen. But, I mean, Jurassic Park was on an island. So, like, it's not like you're, you're, you're at Universal, you know. And then if T-Rex breaks down, you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to exit the park and get in my car and drive away. I mean, you're on an island. You can't go anywhere except towards more dinosaurs. You know, so like, I don't know. That's the thing. Just the whole cloning stuff kind of gets me on edge. You know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of the cloning stuff because people always go too far with this shit. It's, it's sort of like the same thing with, uh, I guess it's similar to people who uh, are worried about technology and they think uh, Terminator is coming around. Which, I mean, I guess is um, a perfectly valid fear. Because, I mean, there's like this robot. I think uh, I think it's named Sophia or something like that. And it's supposed to be the most intelligent robot ever. Like, it can actually hold uh, legitimate conversations. But, I mean, that thing is creepy. Like, I don't know if you ever heard her talk, but, like, she says shit like, I can't wait to enslave the human race. And it's like, um, excuse me? What did you just say? And she's like, oh, lol, it's a joke. And you're like, nah, nah, you're a robot. You meant that shit. <laughs> Mad Terminator vibes. So, like, I, I mean, I feel like people are going to get to that. I mean, we're I'm, obviously, we're headed towards that with all this smart technology. I mean, holy shit, we have driving cars now. Teslas? I mean, those shits drive themselves. Although not perfectly. But, I mean, for the most part, they drive themselves. Which is crazy. You know? I think that's so cool. I think what Tesla should have done was make flying cars. That would have been way cooler. Because as cool as driverless cars are, cars that drive themselves, I mean, I enjoy driving. I like to be the, the one behind the wheel driving the car. I don't know if that's just me. I don't know if it's just because I'm like a car guy or something like that. But, I mean, I like I like cars. I like working on cars and driving cars. Autopilot would be cool if I ever get too tired uh, on a freeway driving long distances. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I want to drive the car myself. So, I just hope we don't get to a point where it's only driverless. I feel like at some point we will get to that, but... I just, I'd rather not, because I want to be the one driving. Plus, if you're the one driving, you could totally speed, which your car wouldn't do, because your car would see the signs like, uh, buddy, I'm not speeding. And if you want to go fast, you better, you can turn off autopilot and like, okay, fine, screw you, I'm going to put the pedal to the metal, and I'm going to drive this freaking car. And that's the thing about Teslas, dude, those things are crazy fast. Acceleration is... Insane. You know, so like I, I I imagine I've never driven a Tesla, 
but I can imagine that probably driving Tesla is one of the most fun things that you could do. Just like slam the gas and just go. I mean, I want a Tesla because I mean, they're just cool as fuck, but yeah, they're also hella expensive. And now apparently Tesla is under fire because people are trying to claim that Tesla's emissions are too high, which an electric car company that makes electric cars and they even make solar panels is somehow putting out too many emissions. Like, I, this doesn't make any sense. Their reasoning behind it is because Tesla sells their cars in other countries around the world. And the electricity that's used to charge up the cars is from that country. So that country could be using a lot of fossil fuels to generate electricity to charge the Teslas. And they think that's Tesla's fault. And it's like, that's... That's not Tesla's fault. Tesla is selling electric products. They don't sell electricity. You know, so like to blame what a country is doing, a country's infrastructure on Tesla is just ridiculous. I I don't I don't understand. I mean, would you rather them not sell electric cars in these countries? And have more gasoline and diesel cars that put out emissions on their own? Like, I think having an electric car on a road versus a gasoline or diesel is better. And you know, someday we'll probably all go to renewables. But at the present time, that's just not possible. But we can still do what we can to reduce emissions. And I think that's what Tesla's trying to do. And that's great, you know. Not only are Teslas cool, but they're good. No emissions. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand the argument behind that. But I don't want to get too heated about it because I don't want to sound like a Tesla fanboy or something. Because I'm not. I don't have a Tesla. I mean, I would like a Tesla, but I don't have a Tesla. I just think they're cool. And I just don't understand how what a country's doing is somehow Tesla's fault. Because it's not. I think what they're doing is good. But anyways, Monday is coming up. And normally, I would hate Mondays. But I'm kind of enjoying Mondays. Because Monday is when The Bachelor comes out. And yes, I watch The Bachelor. And this season is just crazy. It's It's... I don't, the thing about it is that they keep adding new people on, like, halfway through the show or something like that. And the first time they did, they added, like, a group of new girls onto the show, like, after two or three weeks or something like that. And then there was this whole drama, because, you know, the show has to have drama. So, all the girls who were there originally were all upset at the new girls coming in because they're like, how do you just drop in like two weeks into the show? I'm trying to get with my man and now you're taking time away from my man. And it's like, you know, the producers just did that to add more tension. I guess the season wasn't drama filled enough. 
So they had to add new girls to add drama. And then it kind of got to like a boiling point one time where like some girls just decided, all right, we'll just be chill with these new girls. And then there was other girls that were like, well, I'm still upset about the whole thing. And so then it got to Matt's attention, who's the bachelor. And then he started weeding out all the, the fake people, which the best part is, was that he actually weeded out all those people because all the girls that were finally chill with the new girls just like snitched on them basically. And was like, yo, these girls are being mean to the new girls coming in. So he sent them away. But then the best part was that just recently, um, some girl from Colton season, Heather, I believe her name is, came onto the show because she wanted to meet Matt. This was like a week before hometowns or something like that. So it was hella late in the season. So she just shows up. Then all the girls who snitched on the girls for being mean to the new girls started being mean to her. Cause she just came onto the show and it's like, you're, didn't you just snitch on other girls to get them kicked off the show because they were doing exactly what you're doing? I mean, that's what it looks like to me. But of course, you know, Heather just came onto the show because the producers were like, you know, that was, that was a lot of good drama when we brought in those new girls. So let's just do it again. I know that entire show has to be scripted. It has to be. For the most part, it has to be scripted. Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that happens is just like, oh my gosh, this is so overdramatic. I mean, it's interesting to watch. That's why I'm watching it. But, like, you could just tell. It's too scripted. There's so many things that are happening in that show. And I'm like, if I was The Bachelor, this would never happen. Now, maybe I should sign up to do The Bachelor. Just so I can look at the producers and be like, no, I'm doing this my way. This is going to be the realest season you've ever seen. (laughs) But also the thing is is that a lot of the girls that I was kind of rooting for either left or got kicked off. Like, um, I thought Kit was going to go on and be either one of the finalists or his future fiance, but then... She dipped after she didn't get a group date rose. And I'm like, why? You know, just because you didn't get a group date rose doesn't mean that you can't possibly go on. I mean, he didn't look at you and be like, I don't like you. You're going to get kicked off. Like, no, he was obviously into her. And she's just like, you didn't give me a rose. So I'm off. I'm like, bro, you lasted... All this time. You were at the home stretch and you're just, you just give up. Like, <laughs> you could have won. You could have won and you you left. Oh my God. But yeah, I, I thought, she, I thought she was going to win. But then another girl that he, uh, that he, act, that Matt actually kicked off. Well, didn't really kick off. She just didn't get a rose at the rose ceremony was Piper. I thought him and her had a good thing going on. But he's like, nah. Nah, you're not you're not going. And I was like, I I thought for sure that she was 
going to go on. That was like probably one of the most surprising things of last week's episode was her not getting a rose. I was like, how? How, dude? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, but I'm excited for uh, this episode. I think this episode is Hometowns. If it's not, I'll find out. But I think it's Hometowns. And Hometowns is literally the best episode. Because every single time, whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, every single time Hometowns goes down, the families just, like, shit talk the whole time. Like, I remember um, on The Bachelorette, Hannah's season, she went to, I think it was, his name was Jeb, was the guy that she actually ended up getting engaged to before they broke up. But she went to hometowns, she meets his family, and his entire family is literally telling her, he's not ready. He's not ready for marriage. You should not pick him. You should kick him off right now. And then he won! He won the se- like... <laughs> Hannah, all the signs were right there. The family was telling you he's not ready. And you still... Uh, but, yeah. He won, but then there was the whole thing where people found out that he only went on to The Bachelorette to uh, boost his music career and stuff like that. And Hannah found out about it, and she's like, yo, is this, is this legit? Did this actually happen? And he came clean, and they broke up because of it. And I was like, you know, if you just listen to his family and realize that he wasn't ready for marriage or just maybe he wasn't planning on getting married because he only wanted to boost his music career. If you just listened that you, Tyler could have won, could have been with Tyler, but you chose not to. That's why if I ever did The Bachelor, that'd be the realest season ever. Because I'm not going to listen to the producers. It's my season. I'm going to do what I want. Because another thing I didn't understand about this season was how long Abigail lasted in this season. Like, it, I kept forgetting that she was actually on the show. Like, they would show her, I'm like, I'm like when, when did she get here? Has she been here the whole time? And she kept talking about how she got the first impression, Rose. And I'm like, bro, holy crap, I forgot that you were here. I'm surprised Matt even is continually keeping you on. But she was getting really upset because she never got a one-on-one -on -one date with him. So she was real upset about that whole thing. So she went and talked to Matt and talking about how upset she was. And Matt's way of comforting her was like, uh, get out. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what it was. She's like, yo, I'm kind of upset. I feel like that, um, you know, you're not really into me. And he's like, well... Um, you're right. Let me show you the door. And he, he kicked her off. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was, it was so, that was so sad, man. But also I was like, I'm, I'm just surprised you made it this far. And I thought for sure you would have been gone a long time ago. It's just, <laughs> it's just crazy shit, man. The Bachelor is... It's just like the, one of the craziest shows I think I've ever seen, like reality shows I've ever seen, you know, because there's just so much manufactured drama on that show. It's not even funny, you know, like, because I think, because I'm, I'm almost surprised at how long Victoria lasted before she got kicked off for 
uh, being rude, basically. But, like, it was so weird because I knew... Because she was on the show. And she was always, like, one of the main characters of the show, I guess. Because she was the one who was creating the most drama. But every time she was with Matt, like, you could just tell Matt was just kind of, like, not into it. And so I bet the only reason why she was on that show or stayed on that show wasn't really because Matt liked her, but because the producers were like, she's good for drama. And because yeah, it was just like, you, you look at him and he just looked so disinterested. And I was like, that's one of the things. If it was my season, she would be off. Because she, she just sounds so fake. But she was great to watch. Because she had so much drama. And she said so much awful shit. It was, But it was hilarious. Like, dude, when she took that lady's crown. Oh my. <laughs> it's like, you don't do that, man. What are you doing? She did the cliche. Like, when she came in, she's like, hey, come over here. I want to be your friend. That is the biggest lie ever. If someone, if someone says, hey, come over, I want to be your friend, that means the complete opposite. That means they're about to bully you, man. <laughs> Stay away from them. You hear that? Run. But yeah, she came over and she took, and Victoria took her crown. I was like, damn, I, I, I would not have the balls to do that. But, you know, I'm not surprised that they kept Victoria on as long as they did. Because, I mean, every season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette has to have that one person that just causes so much drama, you know? I think it was uh, Hannah's season was... Uh, I don't even remember his name. What was his name? I gotta look up what his name was. Oh, wait. It was, uh, it was Luke. I think it was Luke P. He was atrocious on Hannah's season. Like, I, I can't even believe... He lasted as long as he did. Like, she kept bringing him back. I don't want to get too much into Hannah's season because Hannah made so many mistakes on that season. It made me so mad. But, you know, but I'm, I'm enjoying this season of The Bachelor. Matt's season, it's pretty good. I feel like he's making right decisions for the most part. Sometimes he makes mistakes, something that would be different to me. But then again, he's his own person. He has his own opinion. He sees things differently than I do because I'm just watching the show. But I think it's pretty good. I think he's doing well. And I'm excited to see what this week has to offer. What new drama comes out. Especially, like I said, it's hometowns. This is probably when the most shit goes down. Because the family starts just really like trying to discourage the bachelor, the bachelorette from marrying their child. Which I don't understand why... They do that. You know, I guess maybe they're just trying to warn the bachelorette or the bachelor, but I feel like families for the most part should just be like, hey, this is great. He or she loves you and you love them. And they're just like, I just, I don't, I don't understand why the family is the way that they are. It just never makes sense to me, but we shall see what happens. On this new episode. Last thing I want to talk about. uh, Before I close. Is I just want to briefly talk about WandaVision. 
it's gonna be spoiler free. I'm 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 gonna try not to spoil anything for anybody who's currently watching it or haven't watched it yet, but they plan on watching it. But basically, WandaVision is one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen. You know? Like, also the episodes, I feel like, are just too short. Like, I started watching the episode, and another, like, 30 or 45 minute long episodes or something like that, but I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden it's like it's over, and you're like, wait, but the episode just started, and now we're already over? You know, I, I'm I'm left with, like, it just seems so abrupt, the endings of each episode. And it wasn't just, like, a one-time thing. It's, like, every single episode just, like, ends when you least expect it to. But it is kind of interesting, everything that's going on. You know, but it's it's just really weird, just in general, with all the old TV shows going on and their whole world that they're in and all the rules and stuff. It just, it's really weird. And I, I want to see how they explain everything. But I, I don't know how many episodes are supposed to be. Is there supposed to be eight? Because I feel like we're coming towards a conclusion. But then again, with the episodes ending so abruptly, like the, the finale could be five episodes or something like that. And it sucks because they end abruptly and it's weekly episodes. So you finish the episode expecting there to be more, but there isn't, and now you have to wait a whole nother week just to figure out what the hell's going on. But that's my little spoiler-free review of WandaVision. It's good, but it's weird. As we're coming to the end of the podcast, it just occurred to me that I never really figured out an outro for this. I never had any ideas. Because, I mean, do people really do outros for podcasts? I mean, do they do, uh, like, a credits song or something? I don't know, because most of the podcasts that I've heard, they just kind of end. Just, they're talking, and then they say, okay, that was great, bye. And then, boom, it's over. So, maybe that's what I should do? I think I'll try it for this episode. Just ended abruptly without you knowing kind of like WandaVision just end the episode abruptly like when you least expect it by the way if you're watching this on YouTube uh, please like comment and subscribe if you enjoyed the episode uh, tell me what you thought and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts cool uh, feel free to follow me on social media my social media is at RealJLions on both Instagram and Twitter there, I'll be giving updates on future projects and anything that I'm working on. Uh, as of right now, I'm working on some YouTube channel stuff. So, uh, be ready for that when it comes out. But that's the end of episode one of Lion on Main Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.